0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of June 12th. The Biden administration has reached a tentative deal that would preserve a provision of the ACA requiring insurers to cover preventive services while a Texas judge's ruling against that mandate is appealed in court. In a June 9th filing with the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, attorneys for the involved parties said they had hoped to submit a final agreement by June 13th. Under the deal, the challenged ACA provision would remain in place while the the case is appealed, but the Texas company that filed the lawsuit would be exempt. That company, Braidwood Management, would remain exempt if the appeals court restores the mandate. In March, U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor struck down the ACA provision requiring payers and employers to provide coverage for preventive services without copays. The judge's ruling said preventive care recommendations made by the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force do not need to be complied with and blocked the federal government from enforcing its recommendations. The ACA requires payers to cover more than 100 preventive health services recommended by the task force. Those services are used by about 100 million Americans annually. The Biden administration appealed the Texas ruling in early April. The Fifth Circuit granted an administrative stay in May while the court reviews the case. If Mr. O'Connor's ruling is not overturned by the Fifth Circuit, payers would be able to charge members in new plans for preventive services. Well, the FDA and CMS are discussing how to handle obesity drug coverage under Medicare. That's according to a Bloomberg Law report from June 7th. The two agencies are in talks over what to do about obesity drugs. That's according to FDA Commissioner Robert Califf, who was speaking at the Biotechnology Innovation Organiz- Organization Convention in Boston. Mr. Califf's comments indicate CMS could expand weight loss benefits. New GLP-1 drugs to treat obesity and diabetes are very expensive, costing upward of $10,000 a year without insurance coverage. GLP-1 drugs, including Ozempic, Trulicity, Victoza, and Manjaro are prescribed specifically for type 2 diabetes. Wagovi and Sixenda are approved specifically for weight loss. Under current law, Medicare is prohibited from covering weight loss drugs. Drug manufacturers are lobbying Congress to require the program to pay for the drugs and propose legislation at the federal level to pay for the drugs under Medicare is currently stalled. The drugs could have a big effect on Part D spending. If 10% of people with obesity covered by Medicare were prescribed a brand name semaglutide or a GLP-1, the drug would cost Medicare over $26 billion annually. That's according to a study published last month in the New England Journal of Medicine. Well, New York City's Comptroller is halting implementation of an Aetna Medicare Advantage plan for retired city employees while that contract is challenged in court. Comptroller Brad Lander said June 8th that the pending litigation, quote, calls into question the legality of the contract, which would provide health benefits to 250,000 retired municipal employees and their dependents. In a lawsuit filed in New York County Supreme Court to May 31st, nine retirees and the New York City Organization of Public Service Retirees allege that providing Medicare Advantage as the only option for retirees violates the city's obligation to provide health benefits to its retired workers. In that lawsuit, the retirees allege they, they could face coverage denials, out-of-pocket costs, and lose their current providers if they are not in Aetna's Medicare Advantage network. In a news release, the city's comptroller, Mr. Lander, said, quote, "...the broader Medicare Advantage trends are worrisome." He cited allegations that most major payers have overcharged the federal government when administering Medicare Advantage plans. He said, quote, as a matter of public policy, beyond the scope of our office's specific city charter responsibility for contract registration, I am seriously concerned about the privatization of Medicare plans overbilling by insurance companies and barriers to care under Medicare Advantage. And finally, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper has signed a bill allowing Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina to reorganize as a nonprofit holding company. The legislation allows Blue Cross to create a new deregulated holding company to which it can move assets that will allow the parent holding company to invest and acquire other healthcare companies with less, less oversight from the state insurance department. Blue Cross representatives previously said the reorganization is necessary to allow the company to compete with for-profit insurers. North Carolina's insurance commissioner, Mike Causey, opposed the reorganization In May, he had called the bill a, quote, sure way to raise health insurance premiums for Blue Cross policyholders. If you like the latest health care and insurance news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.